2: Hi, guys. Welcome back. Uh, This is episode six of Anchor Moms, the podcast. And we just want to go around really quickly and reintroduce ourselves. I'm Katie Killen, and I am a traffic anchor, sometimes news anchor. And I have one little toddler girl, and her name is River. And she's so cute. She looks just like you. No, she doesn't. She looks (laughs) nothing. She (laughs) actually looks a lot like your husband. But my Mm -hmm. husband
1: did say that he thinks she's looking more like you. He just did that to score brownie points. Mm. You think? No,
2: I I, I I think
1: he was being serious.
2: Well, thank you Gregory If you're yeah. listening right now We appreciate mm-hmm.
1: that um, And my name is Karen Sakalak And I'm an Investigative reporter here And I have Three children uh, Ella Ray Is four Henry is three And little
0: Bennett Is ten months That's right Right? Yes, yes. My daughter Liesl's three weeks older than Bennett. Right. Yeah. So they're pretty much the same age. Pretty much the same age. So my name's Ingrid Alsted and I, um, I'm i the meteorologist here in the morning uh, at the TV station we work at. It is WLOS, if you're interested. It's in Western North Carolina. Um, so I have two kids. Hartman is three and a half, and Liesl is 11 months or so. So in like a month, she's going to be one. Isn't that crazy?
2: That's so <gasps> hard, hard to believe. Cry. Time goes by so quick. Yes.
0: Um, so, speaking of
1: families and kids, mm. we just did the dreaded family photo shoot. Oof. Those are hard. Ugh, they're so hard. So, here's what happened. We um, were all set up, and then Henry had kind of a rough day the day before, and, you know, those things that you would be like, oh, if you do a good job with your photos, if you smile great, well, you can watch a show, or you can have an extra treat. Sure. Well, he got all of those taken away mm, the ew. day before because his <laughs> behavior was so poor. So then I'm like oh my gosh, this is going to go terribly. You have nothing left. I have nothing left. I have nothing to give him. I have nothing to hold over him to make him smile. Hmm. So what happened? Because I have seen these pictures. (laughs) You've seen a couple of them. So here's what happened. Somehow, everyone was good.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: Like, this never happens, guys. That's amazing. Never happens. Well, after your third kid, you got it Right. I don't know. I don't know. The photographer was great, um, and it was a recommendation from Katie, so thank you for that. Um, and she actually—I can't even believe it. Oh, to this. here we go. I'm, I'm admitting go. this on the podcast, but she actually said, "You know, I think that could have been one of the best photo shoots with three little kids I've ever had," mm-hmm. and gave them treats. Oh, Afterwards, nice. which was sweet.
2: That is nice. I want to see yeah. the pics. So anyway, um, they you should check them out because they're very cute. I haven't um, seen your family pictures. Yeah, though. because I have not posted them or done a single thing with them. Uh, Karen and I use the same photographer. Who's she's great. She's I really wonderful. like her, um, and I, she came from a recommendation from one of my other friends here. Um,
0: not good. I not mean, as it, good. Um, what well, happened? Did you get
1: the same um, accolade? I did this not. Was one of the best no. photo shoots ever. So
2: no. we did ours in the um, the heat of July. It was mid July, uh, over at the Biltmore, which yeah. is of course a big deal here in Western North Carolina. It's a sort of a a big landmark. tourist attraction. Yeah, landmark. Um, and it was—did um, ma- I say this already? Maybe one of the worst days of my life. It was on a Sunday. I even remember what day it was. It was on a Sunday. Are you serious? Like, like really? One of the worst. Days I mean, of your it was life. one of those days where you were sort of questioning, like, oh gosh, this is this is why people don't have kids, and also this is why people don't do family photos. Mm. River was a maniac. This—she had just turned one, and it was so hot. You know, Brian, my husband, is what I like to call a hot body. He does not. <laughs> He would like that description. <laughs> but not in the way you think. In other oh, words, oh. He's, uh, he is, all, I mean, he's always hot. Uh, so in the middle of July, you can imagine, it just was not. Or you just think his body is really hot. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Karen. No, that's not. I mean, sure, his body's hot, but he's also. <laughs> now you have to say that. Yeah, like his temperature, you know. He, hot he, natured. He's Yes, he's hot natured. And I believe River is um, looks like him, but also runs the same way. Oh. Her little cheeks mm. were bright red. She cried the entire time the entire time. No. I mean there was it was a 2 hour photo shoot and there was not a second in which she was not having oh sort God. of a meltdown. Oh, which was sort of puzzling cuz then the the pictures ended and she was like what's up? Let's yeah. hang out. She like that was like fun. It. Yeah, I mean mm. I'm just wondering you know if ever <clears if throat> <throat> was older i feel like i could have been like i'm canceling every christmas until you're 18 mm-hmm. unless you behave appropriately during right right but right. i mean what do you i don't know i'm curious if you're out there and you've done family pictures
0: and you've had a toddler i'm curious as to what How you the, do it. what's the key i to totally
1: think it's just hit or miss
0: right well we had family photo day too um when my daughter had her six month birthday i wanted photos done because i did that for my son so we too actually went to like the gardens of the biltmore it's just beautiful gardens and um it was also the heat of i think july and you know how it is these photos you plan every outfit and now it's not just your outfit it's oh. her outfit. It's his outfit. It's your husband' outfit, and out. you got to coordinate. It's like a big deal. Everybody's you make like clean-faced. like fifty trips to Target, right. and then you spend <clears> hundreds <throat> of dollars on like shampoo. Along with that, it's just a very stressful situation. So we go t- t- we finally get into the boat. More you have to get tickets. It's a big deal. You park. You're walking. We carry all of our things. We get to the gardens, and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And we're like, where is this photographer? And I send John out in the heat. Going up and down the stairs, searching all around for the photographer. And I'm calling her and calling her and calling her and calling her. Finally, she calls me back 20 minutes after she's supposed to be there. And she goes, oh, isn't it tomorrow? Oh. Hmm. I was like, nope, it's today. We're like in church clothes, like in the middle of the <laughs> garden with all these people staring at us. And I was like, put the phone down. I was like, took a deep breath. I was like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. And I was like, okay, here we go. We're doing cell phone pictures and we like take a couple cell phone pictures and I have another photographer who happened to be there take a picture of us and it was okay. It was fine. But at least your photographer showed up. So at least you had yeah. that, but mine didn't show oh, up. I mean, so she, you know, I mean, it was just, you know, it's just ball, such an ordeal, she, isn't it? It's yeah. such a thing. Well, and your
2: photos, I have since seen them and they look amazing as They're well. They are really cute. Um, yeah. Okay. I, th- I think you should just eliminate family photo days and just do something. I mean, everybody's iPhone is better. I don't want to say better, but I mean, I mean, they take good pictures nowadays, especially with portrait mode. Like, I'm not, that's it. I'm not doing family pictures ever again. Oh, wow. It's over.
1: Proclamation. It's over. You should. Um, One quick note Mm. about our family photo day. So, you know how last week we talked about um, how I only have one real smile and one real face? (laughs) Right. Well, apparently, Ella the same. (gasps) Oh. Yes. Oh, really? And it came out in family photo day. That she now does this smile that's oh, like this scrunched up like well. with her nose, yeah. Kids and, do that, and we couldn't get her to do anything else. Yeah. The photographer, me, my husband were all like, "Elray, like just do a normal smile." Yeah. Couldn't do it. Mm. Well, but I, I can't mean, be mad at her because
2: she gets comes by it honestly. Right. Just like Genetics. me, we're not the best. Uh, and also, I would take takers. like a uh, bad smile over a temper tantrum. For for sure. well, yeah. Speaking of crying. Yes. So let's get to our first news story of the day.
1: (laughs) From the news desk. Um, This is an article. This actually um, came up. Our friend Erica Mandy, who's also in the news business and is now a podcaster herself. She has a podcast called The Newsworthy, which is really great. You should check it out. But she talked about this article from The New York Times, why you shouldn't feel bad about crying at work. Mm. So... um, the, the article talks about how just about half of all employees admit that they have cried at work at some point. Um, also, 75% of CFOs thought crying every so often is totally normal. So that's mm-hmm. good to know. But It talks about uh, you know whether that's okay, not okay, how you should handle it, when it's okay, and, and when maybe you should realize that you've got something going on that you <laughs> need to address if right. you're crying that often at work. Um, I will say I... I try really hard not to. I have, but I always try to do it privately.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because I do think in a professional environment, you don't kind of want to let that emotion out. What do you guys think? I've seen you cry at work. Oh, yeah. But I would hope it was, it was just like you and me. Private. We've yes. all seen yes. each other cry at work.
2: Yes, in yes. I don't know
0: if I've seen you cry at work. I don't know if I have. You're not a big crier. I'm not, of, I'm not a big crier. Are you dead. dead inside? I am dead inside. <laughs> I've cried at work for... News stories, you, you know well, what I, I mean. Was gonna say that's that. a little bit different. I, yeah. It wasn't for personal of, issues, but
1: right. Well, and I think that's what it talks about in the article too. Are you crying because of personal reasons, or are you crying because of work things? It talks a lot about, you know, if your boss is giving you feedback and you get a, upset and emotional about it
2: and start crying. I don't think I've ever done that. Have um, you done that? Like because you've gotten negative feedback, right? Uh, I cannot think of a specific example, but yes. I mean, you know, a, a viewer comment that's hit you particularly hard or oh, that, like, well, rings true. Sure. For sure. Not recently, because I think the longer mm-hmm. you're in this business, the tougher your mm-hmm. skin gets, and you just realize criticism is part of the, you know, part of the gig. But, but yeah, That's
1: right. We, you know, in the news business, talk about and deal with firsthand a lot of really oh, tough stuff. I mean, we've interviewed, we've all interviewed victims of horrific crimes. Sure. You know, it's it's heavy, and yeah, have you ever
0: cried during an interview before?
1: I have I've cried in a couple of times, um, and I can think of those examples. Um, I, I, I try really hard not to, but every once, you know, maybe it's something that, maybe it's a parent, and, you know, I remember one of them, I think I'd just gotten back from maternity leave.
0: Yeah. Of course you're super
1: emotional, and if you're interviewing someone and it has something to do with, the, the story has something to do with the kid,
0: gosh, mm-hmm. it's hard to, to,
1: to not think about your and own And then
0: kids. you always, you kind of feel guilty that it's like the, you're the reporter crying right. when it's right. like you're you're interviewing the mother who maybe lost a husband or a son or a daughter or something. And it's like, I, I feel guilty for even getting emotional when this is your life. But don't you think, I mean, I think
2: that a lot of people have the idea that reporters or people in the news business are like hardened and this, you know, isn't, they're, they're not impacted by these stories. And I mean, I think it's, I mean, obviously it's not a great idea to sit there and sob, but it's good for these people to know
0: that you too are impacted by we have your story. empathy exactly yeah I remember one time I was one-man banding it was like one of my first jobs it was my first job and it was a soldier funeral oh. and I mean this kid was probably 19 years old and I was and so I was by myself which I feel like you can be more vulnerable by yourself I was a one-man banding it and I remember like his fiance gets on stage or not on stage but you know up um, to, to say a few words about her her um fiance who passed away and she also was like 20 years old and they start playing that song that like if I die young song song? and I was just like the tear and I was like trying to like look through the viewfinder and I'm like wiping away my tears and I'm just like oh my gosh get it together get it together like I don't even know these people I can't imagine what they're feeling and that's exactly what I was saying is like I gotta keep it together because you Mm -hmm. are in a professional setting I mean this article is maybe not so specific to the news business um, I think if it's a personal reason, I'm, I'm probably going to hide, like hold it in until I like, get in my car and then I'll probably cry. But what if you can't
2: hold it in? I, let me just tell you yeah. this. I
0: just remembered. I do have an, ins-
2: so when I worked in Colorado, which was a couple of years ago, I had a news director who was particularly hard. And mm-hmm. I do remember I had just started there. I was the morning anchor and she was not crazy about my hair and my eyeliner. And she was super, well, she was, she was very critical and she may have said it in a nice way, but it.
0: Crushed me. Well, that's a personal attack. Well, in my
2: I mean, I don't know if it's a personal attack because let's be honest, your appearance in this business is important, and she felt like it needed to be addressed. So I, I, I certainly teared up in her office, and I know I went home and cried and cried and cried. And of course, not. I mean, whatever I did, the whatever changes that she wanted to the hair and the makeup, and it's all is fine. But I do think, I think it's hard not to to just hold it inside. I think if mm-hmm. you're able to like hold it inside and not tear up during those sort of situations, that's that's. That's a gift.
0: Well, this right, article right. makes it makes you feel bad for crying at work. I think like you can cry at work. Who cares? Well, I
2: thought she kind of said go ahead and cry at work, but don't don't make it, make it a thing all the time. Right. Is well, what of I'd course. But mm-hmm. I mean,
0: who's who's to say how much it's is also, too much or not enough? You know, occasionally
2: I mean. she mm-hmm. says the key word there being occasionally. So go ahead and do it. Also,
1: don't the make thing a habit of it. Uh, which I was chatting about this with some other coworkers here, um, you know. Would, is this just for women? I mean, do men ever cry at work? So listen, mm-hmm. did you see
2: this? It says in the article, um, there is also data showing that crying at work is more common for women. 41% of, of women, 9% of men in the specific book that they mention in this article admit to crying at work. Just 9% of men. Just because they're not admitting it. Well, so I asked Brian, my husband, last night as I was reading over these articles, hey, have you ever cried at work? And he literally looked at me. Laughed. Yeah. He was like, I, wait, ask the question again. Why? No. Why? He said, if "I if I am, you know, if there would never be a circumstance in which I would cry at work, I would get mad. Like, mm-hmm. I would get mad and annoyed and defensive, but I would not cry.
0: I'm sure my husband has never cried at work either. Well, if your husbands were, like, surgeons, which mine isn't, but if your husband was, like, <laughs> a surgeon or something. I mean, sure. think about if a patient died. They would probably be, yeah, I think it depends on your profession. Right.
2: Or just honestly, you're, you as a person. Sure. Yeah, you're, yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, when I get mad, I cry. Like, when I when I argue with people, mm-hmm. I have a temptation, there's a temptation there to cry. Like I said, when I get criticism, I just think mm-hmm. for men, it's probably not the same. Or maybe they're just not admitting to it. I, I don't think
1: they're not I I very distinctly remember my first day back after my first kid from maternity leave, walking in the building, and before I sat down at my desk, just losing it.
2: Oh. Losing yeah. it.
1: Losing it. Oh. And, And that was one of those things. I feel like you
0: know, what do you do?
1: You're emotional. You just had
0: a baby. Like, there's a lot going on there. I did have to spend like one Christmas away from home. My first, that first job again. (laughs) This was a rough first job, apparently, because my. uh, So I worked in a in a office by myself what's called a bureau in television news and you're all by yourself. Katie knows about this and so my, uh, my mom sent me a package. I don't think I ever told her this. She sent me a package to that office and I was like by myself. It's like almost Christmas and I open up the box and she sent me a couple things and I open up this tin and it was a tin of cookies of like my favorite cookies Aww. and I just opened them up And I just started sobbing because I was like, it's like the taste and smell of home and I was so far away and like I had these cookies in front of me and I just was like But at least you're
1: in an office by yourself. Yeah, like close the
0: door and I was like. (laughs) Well, I know also you're in a bureau, so it's like usually like (laughs) it's
2: just you. That's also why
0: you were crying. Right. I could cry as loud as I want; No one would know. Exactly. Um, And speaking of uh, being in the business, guys, I have a behind the scenes for us this week. Behind the scenes. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. The the other anchor moms here don't know about this, but uh, you you know that you've made it in local news when you are a member of the 2020 Dancing with the Local Stars. Yeah. Yeah my goodness. Which is just Wait. hilarious because I don't, I don't dance, I oh don't my dance. Goodness. So yeah, so I'm like, I committed to this to this First thing. First of all, I thought you were gonna have another announcement. So did I. I'm not gonna like Karen and you I both. I thought I was gonna like other? say something more exciting. Well,
1: sorry. Well. That's exciting. But uh, I yeah. Well. Okay. Let me. Let me. I'm heart heart, I know. Down. <laughs> same. Same. I, I'm like really. What? You wanted sweating. me to say I was
0: like pregnant with twins yes. or something? No, yeah. I'm sorry. Right.
1: I like, need to take a minute.
0: Woo. Take, <laughs> take,
1: a, take a drink of that coffee <laughs> over there. Okay. Well, here. Listen. Right.
0: It's 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 a benefit for the Child yeah. Advocacy Center here in North no. Carolina. And it helps prevent child abuse and supports families uh, when abuse occurs and that sort of thing. So we're raising money. So I have to, you know, put on, I guess, like spandex and dance in front of people. I don't know. Oh, how, wow. I I mean when I'm not I'm not like a dancer.
1: It's like not till the spring. Section.
0: But oh, okay. I mean I'm I'm like the girl at the wedding who's out there dancing like having fun, thinking I'm doing great and everyone's like, "Oh, like she must have a babysitter tonight." <laughs> like <laughs> there's that mom out there like trying to look cool well, so, like it's not so going to be who, pretty.
1: So who are there other people in our
0: building in it? No. Oh, okay, no. Are no. there other local They're stars? just like local like yeah, local stars. Local celebrity. Really, I'd like to call myself a star from here on oh, out. Really? I okay guess this is the point of so. it, that, you
2: know, Ingrid is Anyways, stay tuned. made it big time. So wait, who's I your have partner? Do you, have do you I, know, I, partner I don't know Details to come. Oh my God, I Details. feel bad for him. Uh, I feel like we need I to email you? him right now. No, well,
0: I, I feel bad for, for him. I think
2: you're going to do great. Thanks. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I,
1: like, <laughs> when I think of you, I don't know that I've ever, I don't know that I've ever seen you dancing, but I picture it being great. Oh, pfft. Because like you do drama, you're oh she is she
0: is a thespian. We We went over this last time. Yeah, I uh, think you're gonna nail it. Yeah, well we'll
2: see. uh, I feel like it's gonna be funny, so I'm looking forward to it. All right. Testing,
1: testing, one, two, three, four, (laughs) one, two, three, four.
2: In other news, this next story you may this has been in the news a lot lately. Um, Allison Felix. She is a runner, um, recalls scary times she thought she'd never race again after birth of her daughter. So, um... She, less than a year after welcoming her first child, the Olympic athlete is celebrating motherhood and making history as she surpassed a record set by the fastest man alive. Uh, This is from People, but uh, she's been written up everywhere, New York Times, a couple of different uh, spots. So um, this woman, she had an emergency C-section at 32 weeks at the end of last November and just... Previously, here at the end of September, um, won her twelfth gold in a, uh, a relay in which she is now has now surpassed. You know who Usain Bolt mm-hmm. is? Okay. Yes. 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 Big big deal. Big runner. She has surpassed his record uh, in terms wow. of uh, of how many gold medals she's won at this certain retirement. She's but, amazing. Yeah. the The amazing part about this story, though, in my opinion, is just the fact that she. Literally gave birth at the end of November. You guys had kids. Oh my gosh! So, this is exactly ten months. Yeah, like, it was I, like it would be like I, right now. Yeah, I like also gave birth at the mm-hmm. end of November, mm-hmm. the exact same time yes. she did. Yeah,
1: and I just ran four miles straight at about ten minutes per mile. Mm-hmm. so pretty much same. 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 Yeah. same. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe. I cannot believe this. To to have a baby, a C section. You know, especially after a C-section, you guys um, did Wouldn't not know. have to worry about this. But, um, you know, you do have to take a little bit more time to heal. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, my mind is blown right now that she could come back from a C-section and
0: I just can't even... I mean, and she's, she's not the that- first person, though, to, to do this, to be right. completely honest. I mean, maybe but specifically still. this record, but there are a lot of um, elite runners who run up until their ninth month of pregnancy, 10th month pregnancy, however you want to look at it, and... Immediately, uh, you know, probably take like a month, maybe, off from running because I follow some of these girls and get right back on the track. And start
1: I mean, training. I ran a lot because of, your body's in my used to it. But uh, to me, what's crazy is that she can be this good. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, not only that she yeah, ran yeah, yeah. through her pregnancy right. and then came back quickly. I think some of us have done that. but... You know, in a <laughs> lesser way. Um, but that she's at the Olympic, like, gold medal but, level
2: so quickly after having babies blows my mind. Well, but mm-hmm. also we need to remember she had, um, not only did she have an emergency C-section, her daughter was in the NICU. She was born oh, at only 32 weeks. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, in hard. addition to the fact that her body is recovering, it's incredibly difficult.
1: But, you know, just so everyone knows, Ingrid and I do run. Sometimes. sometimes. And so we're... Together is what she means. Um, yeah, sometimes. And so we are, I feel like, almost on pace. Right? Okay. Ingrid's got one more story for us Okay, today.
0: so this is probably the most uh, controversial story that we have of the day. Ooh, it's, about it's about co-sleeping. It's about co-sleeping. We've talked a lot about like sleep training and some co-sleeping before on the podcast, but this one specifically is from the dad's point of view. Um And uh, it's from The Fatherly, which uh, you can go to that website. It's got some some interesting takes on things. So basically it's co-sleeping destroyed by marriage is the name of the title of this story. Um, and he kind of just gets into it about how his wife was down for co-sleeping. He not so much at all, in fact. And they just kind of had this war in their household, like email wars, in-person wars, just going back and forth. She was adamant that she was going to be sleeping in these in her children's room. And he ends up just like hanging out by himself starting at like 7 p.m. every night and going to bed by himself in his bed. And he um, kind of just comes to the conclusion is, as to, like, I, I'm kind of losing this battle, and at least I, I'm not completely alone in my house. Um, but we actually found um, a commentary on, on his article that I want to read because it's pretty pretty stern, and his name is Mr. Stern. It says, no, Mr. Yeah. Stern you should not have surrendered your position you are right your wife is wrong she has responsibilities to the children but she made a vow a promise to you not to them the children do not come first neither do either of you your marriage comes first it is in fact the most important thing in your children's lives which they won't ever appreciate if you don't pull yourself back from the brink it's not too late Aww.
1: what do you guys think? About i this? highlighted that exact same did you part yeah, yeah i think that's really powerful I agree completely. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if if we put the children first and don't have that strong marriage,
0: what are we doing? Yeah. Right? Sure. That's so much easier said than done. Like everyone can say that, but like I like would do anything for my husband and my kids, but like my kids, like my kids. kids. Like they're my kids. kids. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so hard, but like I So would you co sleep? I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Um, I think it's um, it, it's just really, really hard on not only like specifically the marriage, but just being a person in a bed with these kids. I think it's just really hard to do that, especially with our schedules, getting up in the middle of the night.
1: And who who was in your bed last night?
2: Well,
0: I mean, it's not like I want. To,
2: <laughs> it's not like I, there's like there's so many places to go with that. Just FYI, um, but yeah. who Herman
1: do I does? want in Yeah, right. Herman um, does.
0: Sleep in your bed sometimes now. Well, of course, but it's not like I'm choosing to co-sleep. I'm not like it's agreeing. Something that you guys that it's are working on correct. It's yeah. like not okay that you know a million toddlers crawl out of bed and want to get in bed their, with their parents every day. Um, I, I, so you don't consider that co-sleeping. I don't consider co-sleeping because I am not. No, I'm not. That's you not. It's choos- like a phase. You're not, not wanting like, to do it. Yeah, no, it's like a few weeks. I'm hoping not like several months of him getting in our bed. I'm not like at birth them sleeping in bed with me. Um I have I know people who have done that, who they they plan from the very beginning to have their children in bed with them or they make an attachment to their bed and they put their baby there. I think it's very sweet, it's great. For me, um especially with the second child, I immediately wanted to get her out not immediately, but it, she slept better when she was in a different room and I feel like that kind of prepared them for the future, but I'm telling you kids well, you know, when they turn into toddlers, I mean, they're a whole different – it's a whole different animal. You 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 only have so much control besides locking your kids in their bedroom. Which some people do. Which some people actually yeah. do lock their kids in their bedroom. I'm just not going to do that. So, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> – so – I have a
2: couple of different stories here. Uh, I'm not into co-sleeping. We moved River out of our room in her bassinet, I don't know, when she was three months old. And actually, our nanny really encouraged it. And it was one of the best things that we ever did. Um, And now, you know, so she's not in a toddler bed yet. So River couldn't actively come and get into our bed anyway. But I'm really hoping to avoid that. That being said, I think if it works for you and it works for your family, good on you. You should be able to do whatever you feel comfortable with. And if you're comfortable with it and the kids are comfortable with it, And Mm -hmm. I think everybody talked about in the article, but
1: what if the parents don't agree?
2: Yeah, that is the difficult part. You sort of have to. Yeah, you have Mm -hmm. to come up with some sort of compromise. But you co-slept
0: as a kid, so that. Yes,
2: but I, you know, back then yeah, I don't you know. Slept
0: like as an adult. Yes. Yeah.
2: Katie co-slept. Okay. a Wow. Okay. Easy. <laughs> Both of you easy. You're gonna make me regret telling you all of my uh, secret stories. Yes. Yeah, so um, I don't think it was, I don't think we ever said like, hey, let's co-sleep. Um, I have yeah. mentioned this before on the podcast. My mom was a single mom. My parents divorced when I was really young, so my dad wasn't around a lot. So my mom had this king size bed, and it was me and my sister and my mom every night. Should I admit this on this podcast? Sure. I, don't know. I mean, it's like a little weird. No, it's um, every weird. night until we were like, I don't know, maybe until I went to college. So, like, like we, out of the house. Out of the, until I was like you out know, of the house. I will say,
1: um, I have been amazed at how many other people have the same story as you. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people do it, which is crazy to me. I personally, I don't remember ever sleeping in my parents' bed. So interesting. I don't either. I don't either. Um, and I am one of those kind of psycho people. M- my, As soon as we bring a kid home from the hospital, they immediately go in their own room.
0: Yeah, that is is rare. Karen is like, I'm I'm, I'm, crazy about this. And
1: even, I can say this, there have been a couple of times when, especially the older kids, and even Bennett, have slept in our room, they're sick, something's going on, whatever. But as a general rule, even our older kids do not are not allowed in our room, mm-hmm. have not slept yeah. in our room. I think I can remember one time that Ella Ray did, and it was because she was sick, and one or two times with Henry because he was sick, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And Gregory is on the same page about that. He is, yeah. I think, uh, honestly, I think if I wasn't, um, I- I'm pretty hardcore about it, mm-hmm. and I think if I was a little bit more on the fence, he could probably more so go either way. But I think it's one of those things He's he supports me and, and understands it. I-, I don't know. I feel like there are... I, I, I don't know why. I just, maybe it's because I'm selfish. I, I just feel like there has to be some space, some designation that's just you. I mean, this article makes me so sad. It is That so this sad. guy from I, 7 p.m. on every single completely night agree. is by is himself sad. and his wife and, and is with the kids in their room. And
0: oh. I think that
1: happens a lot. Maybe like, I should just be very grateful lot. that, I, and, and I will say this too our kids are really good sleepers. You know, uh, 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 Ella Ray has never tried to come into our room. I don't even know what we would do if she did, but she just, for some reason, once we put her in a big girl bed, has been fine to sleep in her room. I have friends that the mom
0: sleeps with both
2: kids and the dad sleeps by himself.
0: Yeah. I, like, I don't know, think it's yeah, that unusual. I, yeah, I um,
2: what might be a little more unusual is that the two people are just so on different pages yeah, right, about right. it. Yeah. And so in this article he talks about he um they had he and his wife had very different upbringings. Mm-hmm. Um that she in in her uh you know growing up they were it was very centered around the children and he grew mm-hmm. up in a place where um his parents were very much you guys figure it out, not as involved in their kids' life. And so that's like, it seems to me that it's almost, um, it's a little bit about where they're coming from as parents and maybe something that you they should have had a discussion about before they got married. Certainly not co-sleeping. No, it's how not usually something. Who in the
0: world are you well, going to think about But I mean, isn't it
2: something that you should talk about how you're going to parent? No. I mean, who talks about that? I would never that? have thought about that. I thought, I'd like, being I was I like, married. do you want to have kids?
0: Yeah. Do you want to have kids? No, okay, sure. Let's do that. But let's, not, this is great. This is not, fine. You're fine. Okay. Like this, so you know? not
2: not co-sleeping, but I think in this, if you read this article, it seems like they're coming from very different places, just in terms of, like, hes he is saying, I think that the marriage is most important, like, I love our kids, but I think that, you know, we need to have a closer connection, and I think she was brought up in a very different way, and I think that's probably where the crux of of all of these issues come from, not just specific, it's not really about co-sleeping, it's just how you view Mm -hmm. raising children in general. Win of the week!
1: All right, our win of the week this week. It's kind of fun and exciting, right, guys? It's a win for
0: all of us, Anchor Moms. <laughs> what happened? Uh, were you there? I was there. <laughs> I think you were. I Well, <laughs> see, I'm always there is the thing. This is yeah. what happened.
1: So Ingrid works the morning show, mm-hmm. always. Katie normally does traffic for the morning mm-hmm. show, and then we have two anchors, Holly and Jay, and it just so happened that they both were or out upset. that day yeah uh, yeah, and so anyway katie and i both had to fill in so it was an anchor
2: mom's
1: morning show Woo! Woo! it
2: was fun it,
1: it was, was really fun.
0: fun
2: i think we um and we yeah. were super excited about it i was like i popped out of bed on that friday morning like
0: what's up it's two you o'clock in the morning donuts. but i'm ready i did bring you donuts yes. Katie brought donuts yes Whoa.
1: And um,
0: uh, I think ratings were like s- through the solid, roof. I'm sure, solid. Uh, through Probably. the roof.
1: But you know, it is fun. And I don't know. I hope you guys listening have this experience when you're working with friends and having a good time. It just doesn't seem like work. That's you know, true. it mm-hmm. was it was a really yeah. fun morning just to get to hang out and we took some uh, pictures,
2: read the news, and you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll post some of those pictures and some of our like funny text messages because we sort of realized it at like I don't know five o'clock the night mm-hmm. before.
0: I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. it was like Christmas morning. I was yeah. like, oh my god, Karen's gonna be there yeah. and Katie's gonna be there, and it's gonna be so much fun.
1: <laughs> um, our bosses are probably listening. Like, oh gosh, we should never let that happen again. They're not allowed. Well, to let that then on. that's never gonna
0: happen again. I'm sure. It
1: um, anyway, it was fun for us, it was fun. and we hope you guys had fun during this
0: episode. Yeah, let us know what you think. Um, hey, next up, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, and next up a Halloween episode. Oh,
1: we got to work on that. spooky. <laughs> we got
0: to work on Or that. what does Hartman say instead of Smoky? spooky? Smooky. 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 We're going to talk Smoky. costumes, trick-or-treating, all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. So rate, review, subscribe, and let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about on future podcasts. Bye, guys. Bye. None of
2: us were funny.
0: I know. We weren't funny. I thought I was kind of funny. Oh.
2: What did you say that was funny? <laughs> <laughs> Ankle moms
1: podcast. Thanks for listening.